Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, cokes are poured and stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola. Real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, iHeartMedia, and Amazon Music. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are part of the Brawl Network. You can hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and of course uh, on Instagram, Mike L Sports 1979 We're brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum award. And of course, a big tip of the cap thank you as well to Bryant and Stratton College, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Prestwick Golf. Get those golf clubs regripped today. Court Street in Central New York. Ed and his team doing a great job. They also have access to brand new clubs from Ping, Titleist, TaylorMade, you name it. Go see my friends at Prestwick Golf and Ed Patterson. Unbelievable qualifying Saturday not too long ago as we get ready for the Derby. We're going to set the uh, calendar year up. Seems to be a little bit more of a normal year in 2021 than 2020. Uh, We're going to get into uh, how, if you're interested, to start wagering, you know, start paying attention to what a trifecta is, a box exacta, etc. Uh, we're going to get into that and more with the terrific handicapper and insider in the sport of horse racing, my good buddy Todd Height. And it's all brought to you by our great friends at Western New York OTB and Batavia Downs Gaming. Make sure you check out the entire schedule at BataviaDownsGaming.com and get to your local OTBs across New York State. Todd Height, how are you, bud? Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. It's been a while, but uh, glad to be back. Glad to have some uh, normalcy here as we're approaching the first Saturday in May in the Kentucky Derby, and certainly for horse racing fans, very exciting times. No doubt. But before we get into some of the things that have already happened and kind of setting up the calendar for racing fans and, and my listeners, for someone who is, let's say, getting into the sport a little bit but wants to handicap, you know, they want to place a couple of bets for fun, you know, uh, or, or if they want to win a lot of money, uh, where would you where would you start that person? Well, there's a lot of uh, books on uh, handicapping. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to read a, a lot of books. They're still out there today. Uh, you know, there's a lot on the internet now as far as uh, you know what criteria uh, that works better than others. Uh, you know, some people go by speed figures. Some uh, people, uh, you know, break down fractions. Uh, I know I break down fractions. It works uh, unbelievably well. Uh, you know, others uh, look at track biases. Uh, you know, they keep what they call bias books where, you know, uh, they want to know if the rail's good, if the rail's bad. If, you know, uh, Oakland Park, uh, this meet, uh, the outside has been tremendous. You know, horses that are four or five wide seem to have an advantage over the horses that are out along the rail. Uh, I know if you watch Aqueduct this winter, they had some gold rail days where, you know, horses that were in a four and five path uh, were spinning their wheels. And, you know, those are always great bets back, you know, because, you know, you, you're betting horses that were against what they call the track bias. So there's a lot of different ways people handicap uh, now uh, i know uh, something that's been hot the last few years key races um you know very you know you are able to identify a horse coming out of a race that seems uh, that all the horses returning are racing well i mean that's another advantage so i i would just uh, 
search the internet and there's a lot of uh, different handicapping uh, tools and uh, ideas out there and uh, you know it's kind of trial and error whatever works for you uh, that's what uh, I would focus on you know it's funny some things work all the time but nothing works every time so uh, you kind of just trial and error Mike and uh, you know if you've been doing it like me 50 years now you kind of know what to look for and uh, you just take it from there yeah no doubt the Wood Memorial as we get into you know some of the qualifying races that uh, what a Saturday that was back on, on on the 3rd of April I believe and uh, you know, we had the Wood Memorial, you had the Bluegrass, you had the uh, terrific, the Santa Anita, of course. Uh, just an awesome day across the board. The Wood Memorial, though, let's start with that. Bourbonic, right? My goodness, 72 to 1. You had that, right, Todd? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got to tell you, it was a, a pretty weak uh, Wood Memorial, and uh, no shock that a uh, 72 to shot uh, would come from last. It was just uh, one of those races, you know, the Wood just has not been producing uh, derby winners like it uh, did uh, back in the 70s, you know, when Secretary raced in it, he didn't even win, he got beat, but right, uh, right. it's just, it, it, for some reason, uh, the horsemen just don't seem to want to uh, bring the top Colts to the wood anymore, so yes, it was a crazy result, and, uh, you know, I don't put much stock in the Burbank, uh, I don't think he's got a chance, the race really didn't come up that fast. What else did you take away from from that day, uh, as far as, you know, us positioning in for the Derby, uh, winners, uh you know, some, some horses that will be in the Derby, uh, just kind of take it away on, on the other couple. I, it was a heck of a race for, uh, a rock your world there in the last, uh, in the Santa Anita. And, uh, uh, I really, I thought all the, the races though were, you know, toe to toe and, and fantastic, Todd. They were in the Santa Anita Derby. You had a rock your world who, uh, had never raced on dirt before. He had two turf races and, you know, trainer John Sadler, he's a very sharp guy, and, uh, you know, he said this horse trains well on dirt. Why not race him on dirt? And they did, and, you know, he took the lead. He controlled the fractions. The fractions were not slow. They went 22 and changed, 46, which is moving. And, uh, you know, he drew away. He's going to be a serious contender. Uh, there's a lot of upside on Rock Your World, and, you know, he's not going to be the favorite. The question is, you know, what's going to happen with the other front runners? Uh, you know, some of them are still on the fence, and the pace scenario works will certainly dictate Rock Your World's chances. As far as uh, the Bob Baffin horse, Medina Spirit, uh, you know, he's a nice colt. He's not one of Bob's the top colts. He's maybe his third or fourth best, but he yeah. finished second, and apparently he's going to be heading to the uh, the Derby. And then the third-place finisher, Dream Shake, is, again, not a bad horse. Uh, not sure he's in the top caliber of the other colts. But, uh, you know, I think the uh, Santa, Der- Santa Anita Derby was a formful race, and, uh, you know, we may have another uh, uh, budding superstar in Rock Your World. Undefeated, he's won at both turf and dirty certainly has raised his breeding value being a versatile stain and a possible stain so we'll see what happens and then of course the bluegrass you know that was the one that we really watched because of the uh, essential quality the yep. undefeated uh, two-year-old champion he's now five for five and i gotta tell you uh, three weeks out less than three weeks out before the derby he was on my list to try to play against you know he's had a lot of favorable uh, scenarios um i have to tell you in the race uh, i didn't bet the wood i didn't bet the santa anita derby but i did bet the bluegrass and i bet <laughs> highly motivated because okay. highly motivated really was the only speed on paper and uh, or with a 16th of a mile to go in the race 
essential quality had not gotten by highly motivated. And if you watch in deep stretch, and again, you can watch the replay, it's all over the internet, highly motivated started getting tired right before the wire, and he actually changed back to his wrong lead. And that's when essential quality kind of pushed on by. And uh, I got to tell you, he'll be the favorite. It's, you know, he certainly he's five for five. He'll be five to two or three to one in the Derby. And I'm not sure that's the kind of horse you want to take, uh, at a, you know, as the favorite in the Derby. Another knock is, you know, he was the two-year-old champion, and two-year-old champions have not done very well winning the Kentucky Derby. So, you know, he's, he's speed figure-wise, he's solid. Of course, he's undefeated. Connection. Steve Asmussen is one of the top trainers in the sport. He's the leading trainer by far right now. But, uh, you know, we'll just have to see what happens over the next few weeks of how they train. Essential quality arrived at Churchill Downs uh, last week, so he's going to be there for a few weeks, uh, and we'll see how they train. But i got to tell you, Mike, I think... Uh, for me, this Derby's more exciting because of the opportunity to possibly bet against the favorite. Now, I'm not saying he can't win. I'm not certainly not going to throw him out of my trifectas and things like that. But, you know, maybe we can come up with something. And over the next three weeks, that's been training well, that offers some serious value, and we can make a little bit of score. Yeah, I love the video you posted on Facebook as well with the uh, essential quality arrival uh, to Churchill Downs. It's always a cool thing when the horses arrive and, uh, man, what a beautiful horse that is. Todd Height is our guest on the ML Sports Platter, uh, courtesy of Western New York OTB and Batavia Downs Gaming. Make sure you go to BataviaDownsGaming.com for all the schedules. Go out there and book a hotel, hang out, and uh, place your uh, place your games and your bets and all the rest uh, and have a, a real whopping time, of course, and um, get your OTB visits in all racing season as well. He is the director and GM of live racing at Western OTB and Batavia Downs. Todd, is there a plan for uh, the the concert series this uh, this summer at all? Uh, activity wise, you know, coming out of Corona here a little bit, has there been any any announcements? Yeah, we uh, we actually announced our lineup uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, again, we're just waiting for direction from the health department and uh, also the governor's office. Uh, you know, right now the capacity is at fifty thousand or fifty fifty thousand. I wish it was fifty thousand fifty percent. So you know, we're looking at a perhaps a couple thousand people outside, but you know, we're still waiting on a direction from the uh, governor's office as far as uh, what we can and cannot do. Of course, we continue to uh, take people's temperatures as they enter the gaming floor. Uh, we have capacity limits on the gaming floor. We're still following our the restaurant hours of our restaurants closing at uh, eleven p.m. We did extend our gaming hours on. Uh, Monday, uh, we are now now open uh, until 1 a.m. on uh, weekdays, and the Friday and Saturday night we're open until 3 a.m. So uh, we we're coming off a very good week. I, I will tell you, Mike, with limited machines because we're only at 50 uh, percent capacity on machines, and with limited hours, I just I cannot tell you how well we have been doing. You know, over the last few months, that uh, people certainly are trying to get out. Yep. Uh, you know, they are wearing their masks on the gaming floor. They are social distancing. Uh, so I mean, they are following the rules and. Uh, you know, really, no one's taking advantage of these rules, and uh, you know, it's just uh, we're we're so excited. Uh, you know, if we're doing what we're doing now, and when uh, you know some of the restrictions get uh, lifted, maybe the restaurants can stay open later and things like that. That uh, the future is certainly bright for our gaming floor, and um, you know, our concert series. We're very hopeful. We like the lineup we have this year, and uh, you know, we're just waiting. Uh, hopefully, things will get better. People, more people will get vaccinated, and I know I had my first one already, and in another week and a half, I'll have my second one, and then uh, you know. I'll feel better about things. And, uh, so uh, and it's a lot of optimism here and a lot to look forward to with the summer coming up. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that with every I'm, – I'm already 
double dosed. I'm done. Uh, you know, my parents are done. My in-laws are done. My wife is done. Um, you know, some of our relatives are all done, uh, outside the, the, the main family. And, and I think, you know, the country by, you know, I don't know, June 1st, middle of June, whatever the, the date might be, the whole country might fully be in that spot. And, um, you know, we get through the vaccinations and, 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 and we keep following what we're supposed to do and, and everything. I, I think this thing, I think coming out of this thing, we're going to hit a real uptick. I mean, I know the economy has been struggling. Local businesses have been fighting along tooth and nail every day. I've been fighting along tooth and nail. You guys have been fighting along tooth and nail. But the yeah. reality is when we come out of this thing fully, and if, like you said, if we're doing what we're doing now, I actually thought too, once we come out, regardless of how things are going to go, the second we're w- wide open, ready to roll, Todd, I, I think we're going to make up a lot of what we lost. I, I just think people are going to be so into it. They're going to have all that income ready to roll. I think we're yeah. going to take off. I do too. I, I think people are uh, really, uh, they're tired of this. There's a lot of COVID fatigue and people want to get outside. They want to get together with their friends again and start enjoying some of these great events we have throughout uh, here in Western New York. And I know you're in central New York there and uh, things like that. And uh, there's just uh, like, we had a whole year with doing very little. And I know I'm tired of uh, being in my house. It was a beautiful Saturday. I was able to get outside and at least get some uh, yard work done for five or six hours. So that was wonderful. And uh, like I say, just hopefully by June we uh, were able to turn the corner. A couple more quick ones for you, Todd. Every year I always have my eyes on, you know, the jockey races, you know, especially at Saratoga, uh, the, the, the trainer races, you know, the, who the best trainer is, the best owner, the best uh, jockey. Uh, as we go into 2021 with all these amazing races still to come, um, do, do you have your eye on a specific trainer or, or jockey? I mean, I, I guess the owners pretty much speak for themselves at this point, but, uh, you know, the, the trainer and, and, and the and, and jockeys, do you have any, do you have an, uh, an eye on, on anybody here this year, either a breakout or, or someone to do more than they did last year, a legendary jockey? Well, uh, you know, the Ortiz brothers are just on fire. They're amazing. Uh, Jose Ortiz oh. uh, wins five at Aqueduct on his return. Uh, you know, he rode all winter at Gulfstream, and he wasn't one of the top jockeys. He was in the top ten, but he, I didn't think he had a great uh, Gulfstream meet, but I read Ortiz. Uh, he's a junior. He's just, uh, this guy wins everywhere. I mean, he, if anyone doesn't think he's the top jockey in the sport right now, I, I, the guy's just unbelievable. He just wins races in bunches. He's always got his horses in the right spot. Uh, he's unbelievable with a horse coming from off the pace. He just you can judge the finish line and I gotta tell you another guy that's really picked up momentum over the last few years Joe Rosario I mean oh, yeah. he's a big time rider and uh, he's by far the best rider on the turf I mean the guy's just unbelievable I mean he's He's got the patience. Uh, he's got ice in his veins. I, I can't tell you how many turf races I've seen him win. He was last coming into the stretch, and uh, by uh, midway in the stretch, he's already in front. He's just an unbelievable, strong rider. Um, you know, trainers. Uh, this could be the year of Steve Asmussen. He's just—he's got horses at six or seven different racetracks, and he's just, he's just unbelievable. I mean, he's so far ahead right now in the trainer standings as far as wins is concerned. And uh, you know he's got the you know he's got the Derby uh, one of the Derby favorites. Uh, Brad Cox is another guy. Brad Cox actually trains Essential Quality, the Derby favorite. Uh, over the last couple of years, the, the Brad Cox stable has really gotten powerful, and uh, he's another guy. He's got horses all over the place. And the other guy that 
you know, he just he just has great horses. Is Chad Brown? I mean, if you, I think if you're just about Asmussen, Brown, and uh, Cox, and uh, nobody else, maybe Todd Fletcher, but uh, I think at the end of the year you probably have a profit because it's like guys, going into college football and going, I'm going to throw a dart at Clemson or Alabama. What do you think of my yeah. chances here, huh? Incredible. I mean, uh, they just these guys just win races in bunches. Yeah. Bunches. Yeah. They have great horses, and uh, you know, owners are not dumb. I mean, uh, the bills are the same basically amongst all these guys. So uh, you know, you might as well give your horse to a guy that uh, seems to be going good these days and is hot. And certainly, those three, uh, the trainers are. You know, they're. I know. First thing I do is when I open up the racing forum is look for one of those guys, and uh, they, you know, they usually don't disappoint. That's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. Final one for you, Todd. When do you think in his long, historical, amazing Hall of Fame career, when when do you think Bob Baffert became Bob Baffert? The Bob Baffert? Well, you know, he, Bob Baffert was uh, he was out there with Charlie Whittingham and a lot of other great uh, legendary California trainers. And, uh, you know, even D. Wayne Lucas back in the late 80s was uh, one more races than uh, Bob Baffert. But, uh, you know, as the years have went on and Bob Baffert just keeps winning these uh, triple crown races. And, uh, you know, again, owners aren't stupid. They know Bob Baffert as far as getting a young horse ready. I mean, he trains him hard. That's the key. Some of these, you know, he's the opposite of Shug McGay. Shug McGay will not train. And he's in the Hall of Fame as well. He takes his time with horses where Baffert, you know, he can tell right away what he's got and he just keeps holding them and they get faster and faster. And, you know, Bob is terrific at getting a horse ready for a particular race. Now, uh, you know, he's won six or seven of these Kentucky derbies now and you know he's lost some power this year he had that life is good who would have been the favorite in the derby and just a sensational three-year-old cold and he injured a back leg and he won't be back until the saratoga meet um so and then concert tour who was disappointing the other day i gotta tell you mike that horse went off at one to five in the arkansas derby and he had shown in his past performances that his best races are when he makes the lead and uh, he didn't figure to make the lead in the Arkansas Derby, and he didn't, and he was very disappointing. And i got to tell you, people have to be smarter than that. That was a horrible one-to-five shot. And, you know, I know he's all hyped up Baffert, but that's what you get. Uh, Baffert horses do get over bad. If you watch Santa Anita, they're always even money, six-to-five on his horses. And, you know, he can't win them all. And so I think uh, your listeners, uh, you know, they have to pay attention to that. Uh, sometimes the play is the play against not bet on these horses, and the concert tour was a horrible horrible favorite and we'll see if he even runs in the derby because if he can't make the lead then there's probably no chance he'll get a mile and a quarter so it's something we have to keep our eye on moving forward but certainly uh you know Bafford is uh you know every time we have a conversation doesn't matter what radio station i go on uh, bob Bafford's name comes up he's a legendary trainer and certainly during the triple crown there's no one better no doubt he's an awesome interview too i remember interviewing him at, in saratoga a couple of years back and just uh He's, he's he's amazing. He really is, and and he's he's probably the greatest of all time at this particular point. With still plenty of time to go. Well, we have a lot of these coming up. Uh, hopefully, uh, you all tune into the ML Sports Platter during horse racing season with our friend Todd Height, the director and GM of live racing at Western OTB and Batavia Downs. Go ahead and log on to BataviaDownsGaming.com. Check out uh, the dining, the gaming, you name it, the hotel, all of it at BataviaDownsGaming.com. Western New York OTB, proud sponsors of the ML Sports Platter, and get to your local OTBs to place those bets all racing season. Todd Height, thank you so much. I look forward to the season, my man. Sounds good, Mike. Take care. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Bryant & Stratton College, bryantstratton.edu. Make sure you go check them out. Two and four-year degrees start soon. And I just wanted to kind of 
what Todd was just talking about with Bob Baffert, and, and the question that I asked was, was you know, when Bob Baffert became Bob Baffert, I, I asked that because I wanted to really see not just Todd's answer, but, you know, like when he was going to pick an era and, and how crazy Bob Baffert's career has been. You could pick several different eras. Um, and, I mean, just look what he's done the last, really, 2000. You could say that the golden era, and this is really something about Bob Baffert's career, you could say that the, the, the golden era of Bob Baffert's career has been the last five years. Easily. 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, well, 20, the last six years, uh, and now going on seven in 2021. You know, he had two triple crown winners <laughs> in four years. Two of them. In American Pharaoh and Justify. And you look at all the other races that the guy has won, of course, and you look at the you know, winning the Derby also in, in, in 2018, right? Uh, he's got now six Kentucky Derby wins. He has seven Preakness Stakes wins. He has three Belmont Stakes wins, and he has two United States uh, Triple Crowns, like I mentioned, uh, in 2015 and 2018. Breeders' Cup wins, he's got... Five of those. The juvenile fillies uh, in the breeders, he got two of those. He's got the juvenile wins, he got four of those. He's got uh, juvenile sprinting, won one. Breeders' Cup Classy, he's got four. The filly and, and, and mare sprint, he's got, he won in 2020, just last year. He's won the Dubai World Cup three times. He's won the Dubai Golden uh, in 2015. So, I mean, he's, he's a global winner. <laughs> you know, he wins on American soil, he wins. Uh, in uh, you know across the across the way, uh, it, it, it's it, it's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, his career is just absurd, and I'm really really looking forward to this horse racing season. Nobody breaks it down better than Todd Height, but I thought that we had just a great day that Saturday. Uh, you know, almost two weeks ago now. Essential quality, tremendous horse. Uh, the Bluegrass winner. The Santa Anita was awesome. Rock Your World is a legit, I think, horse that can do some damage this year. Bourbonic, as Todd said, you know, do you put a lot of stock into it in the wood? It was a pretty weak field. They don't really, you know, cash out big time Triple Crown winners really anymore. Uh, but still, you know, a, 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 a nice fun race, 72 to one, somebody probably won some big money there. Um, but I just think it's going to be a really good year. And I think, you know, what, what we do now, since we've seen Pharaoh and we've seen justify is we're instantly going to, is there a triple crown? Is there a triple crown winner? Is there a triple crown winner? And I'm, I'm not, I, I this year I probably would say no, I, I don't think that there, that there is one. Um, I think it'll be a, a wide open field for sure. Uh, maybe, maybe it's a maybe it's a a 2013 type year, right? Where we had Orb and and we had Oxbow and we had uh, uh, was it Frosted uh, winning the Belmont? I believe that's correct. Um, let me look that up. 2003 Belmont State. Some of these 
some of these 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 races just roll or no palace malice one that's right palace mal frosted was later uh doing some damage in fact in 2015 if i remember correctly frosted uh frosted bumped um american pharaoh just at the right time for keen ice to pass and win the traverse uh, in 2015 really you know i talk about the air being taken out of the balloon at the at, at the at the grand old spa, my goodness, that was uh, <laughs> that bump did it right there. But yeah, Palace Malice won. Um, but that was a good year. Um, it, it 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 was a good year. It was a wide open year. Um, you know, I thought Orb winning the Derby. I, I thought you know, obviously you have to win the Derby to have a shot at the Triple Crown. I thought Orb was a real deal horse. We, we've seen a lot of those though. Um, you know, through the years, uh, you know, I'll have another and, and, and several other ho- funny side. I mean, we've seen a lot of horses just not quite get the triple crown, but man, did they have the look early. And I thought Orb was one of those horses. Then Oxbow beat him in the Preakness. And, uh, and then Palace Malice wins the, the Belmont in 13. Maybe it'll be a year like that, right? Maybe it'll be, um, maybe it, it'll be a, a year in which we'll have uh, somebody... Um, you know who can who can showcase something right away and give us that triple crown thinking that triple crown horse and uh, a uh, 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 triple crown feel, um, and then eventually it'll be more more wide open. Maybe it'll just be completely wide open from the beginning. Um, so there's that. Um, you know, maybe it'll be a year that we had a few years ago when Arrowgate, you know, did some unbelievable things. Um, I remember when Arrowgate was three years old and earned the 2016 champion three-year-old title, won five consecutive times, uh, victories in the Traverse Stakes, won in the Breeders' Cup Classic. Um, Obviously, he beat the horse of the year uh, in California, Chrome. There's another one that, you know, didn't win a triple crown, but had a couple of really, really great races. In fact, I saw California Chrome win the Preakness, um, but immediately knew that, you know, strength and stamina probably wasn't a a good enough horse to win the triple crown. But, you know, Arrowgate, by the way, just an absurd year in, in 2016. I mean, when you look at that, when you look at that year, um, you know, a, a champion three-year-old, but didn't blow, you know, didn't win uh, a ton of, you know, triple crown races, you know, as opposed to a California Chrome, as opposed to a funny side, you know, didn't win one or two or, or obviously a triple crown, um, you know, and then he had a great four-year-old year after that. And by the way, Arrowgate, um, sad news from last summer, we're coming up on a year almost of Arrowgate dying um, Judd Bonney's champion, uh, died at seven, um, back in 2020. So, um, sad that Arrowgate, you know, was only, only seven, really didn't have that long of a life. Um, but maybe it'll be a year like 2016, maybe 2021 will be like that. You know, maybe it'll be like, um, I certainly don't see a justify American Pharaoh type year. I really don't. Um, but I think that uh, uh, when you look at what we've seen with the qualifying, I think you've got 
a deep field. I think you've got a really uh, spectacular opportunity if, you know, I don't care who you are, if you're Baffert or Chad Brown or whomever, uh, you, you've got an opportunity here to, to win a ton of races, you know, like always. And I, I'm so with Todd Height in terms of what he said with Todd, with, uh, with with Chad Brown. I mean, it, you know, you, you kind of open the pages and you go, okay, there's Baffert, there's Pletcher, there's <laughs> Chad Brown, away we go. You know, uh, take my chances on him. That's that's not going to be uh, that's not going to be a bad uh, a, a bad uh, a bad risk, right? Um, Chad Brown. I mean, we won twelve. You know, just to piggyback a little bit off of what Todd Height was saying, and then I'll close up. Chad Brown won twelve Grade One stakes in twenty twenty with eleven different horses. I mean, that's like NCAA tournament winning it all type of stuff. I mean, that's you know, every day is different system, different team, different normally venue, different coach, different this, different that, uh, different times you play, perhaps different time zones. You know, you, you can play on the West Coast in the opening round, and then you play on the East Coast, and you're a Midwestern team, right? Uh, I, I mean, come on now. 20, 2020, he had 11 different horses win 12 grade one stakes. I mean, it's absurd. He's really putting together some career. So him and... Uh, you know him and Baffert and these guys, man. They are, they are at the top of their sports right now, um, top of their sport, and it's gonna be fascinating to watch. I'm so pumped for this year for horse racing. It's it's a lot more normal. It feels better. Uh, we're already off and running with some unbelievable qualifying, um, and now we're just a few weeks away from that spectacular day at the Kentucky Derby. Big time thanks to Todd Heights here on the ML Sports Platter. He's the director and GM of live racing at Western OTB and Batavia Downs. Proud ML Sports Platter sponsors, Western OTB. Make sure you get to your local OTBs throughout the state of New York and BataviaDownsGaming.com for that awesome concert setup, the hotel, the restaurants, and more. Go play, go stay, go eat. It's a terrific place to be at Batavia Downs Gaming. BataviaDownsGaming.com. Batavia Downs Gaming and Western New York OTB, our proud ML Sports Platter sponsors. A big tip of the cap. Thank you as well to Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State and CNY Electrical. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review for the ML Sports Platter where you get your podcast on your smartphone device. For example, if you have a uh, an Apple uh, phone, just go to the podcast button, tap it, it's purple, and then hit search. Type in ML Sports Platter, hit subscribe. I'm also hosting Bills Brawl as well, so be on the lookout for new episodes every week there. Just had Scott Petoniak on the terrific Rochester Business Journal, longtime Bills insider and reporter, talking draft, free agency, team sustainability, stadium rights, and more. So make sure you download and subscribe to the Bills Brawl and the ML Sports Platter, all a part of the Brawl Network. I'm on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and as I always tell you, Enjoy the games.
So we're here at Marshall's with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. <gasps> She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshall's. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com cloud. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.